0: I want to talk about Marry My Husband, episode 15, 16, everything that I thought was satisfying about the finale in particular, everything that I did not like, and what I thought was one of the best transition scenes, like what I thought was the emotional crutch of this entire show, and basically encapsulated everything that I thought the show did right, and I guess some of the missteps along the way as well. Hi, I'm Monique. I am the host of Off By Purple Heart Podcast, where I talk to you about K-dramas, C-dramas, BTS, and whatever else I want to talk about. Marry my husband. Episode 15, I'm just happy that they took care of Minha, the abusive piece of shit (laughs) boyfriend, ex-boyfriend of Jiwan. I thought the actor really did a phenomenal job. So I want to give him a lot of kudos, a lot of credit, but I could not tolerate that character. And out of everyone that I thought deserved to actually die and take over the future timeline of Jiwan's death, I thought it was perfect that it was him. I knew that a lot of people were speculating that it would be Suman, but I think her end of her storyline in particular especially from episode 16's perspective was really satisfying but in episode 15 a i'm happy that Doc, uh, mr Yu laid a can of whoop ass on him i love that he basically called him like a little bitch <laughs> i love that he pointed out that you know he thought he could get the upper hand from beating down on g1 trying to strangle her kill her and i love that he said that while i don't enjoy particularly using my strength i love that i can use it against you and the character's demise was really fitting to me him taking over that death going through the glass table absolutely that to me i think was what i was waiting for for the entirety of the show i have said my grievances about this character plenty of times that i did not think he was funny in the more slapstick comedy moments with the character which i think narratively was done to disarm us from just how much of a monster this character is like i never forgot how evil and duplicitous his actions were and even though In the second timeline with Jiwan, Even though they had to both him and Suman had to adapt to her new behavior Like that constant threat level never escaped so I do kudos the actor He really did a fantastic job, but I absolutely despise that character So I thought it was really satisfying another thing that was really glaringly obvious to me in episode um 15 in particular was just how much better of a villain Suman was than Yura. I understand that in the end Yura's presence in the show actually ended up being useful. I felt that she was a character that was really slapped on And even though the show was taking a lot of cues from the web novel versus the actual web comic, and I think they kind of also added in their own little spin into the storyline, I just felt that she came in a little too late the acting was really flat and more often than not she was irritating me more than me feeling another sense of alarm and distress because here is another foil to the protagonist Jiwan. I just thought she was incredibly aggravating but one thing that was really clear to me was the showdown between her and Suman and just how much more compelling of a villain Suman is that her entire psychosis was just her absolute unrelenting obsession with Jiwon and bringing her down with her her mind no matter what stakes she had to take she just had to ultimately win against Jiwan, even if it cost her an entire mental sanity and she destructs everything in her path I just found that character really well acted, and I'm going to touch upon that more a little bit later in the podcast. Just how crucial I think this actress and the character of Suman in particular was for this show's success. But their scenes together, and no offense to Boa and her portrayal of Yura, but to me, against um, Song Ha Yoon. The actress that uh, plays Suman, it was just clear this, this actress was on a whole other like beast level. She was acting like hectagons around everybody. But those were like my key highlights from episode 15. And you know, Mr. Yu just being sexy and just throwing a cannibal bass. You know, you know, you know, the simple things. Episode 16, uh, where do I begin? Uh, for one, I. I like that there was not just like the happy ending, like I feel like with a lot of K-dramas even when it touches with the more darker elements, they go like super saccharine sweet with um, the last episode. But I appreciated that even though they did go saccharine sweet in episode 16, they still did keep a lot of the dramatic tension in. I like that there was the final showdown between Suman and Jiwon. I was kind of hoping that they wouldn't have to bring Yura into episode 16, but her demise, it completely made sense. So obviously, if you haven't figured out, I'm going into a lot of spoilers already and I'm going to go into a lot more. I love that the way that the characters end was her taking place of Mr. Yu's death. That whole car accident, I, I mean, from that really ludicrous, weird look in Jiwan's eyes as the truck of white doom was coming down her a few episodes back and then you know Mr. Yu getting into another car accident. I thought that was the end to any cas- um, cataclysmic accidents but I like that that was Yura's end. She was just irksome to me the entire time and her energy just never really made a difference to me like i just felt her character was so pointless but i guess in the end she ended up taking place to finish out the storylines and i'm glad that her death then you know relieved mr yu from his tragic end final finally i like that we got um some good closure with mrs yang you know, the supervisor or managerial friend of G1 in the office. Her relationship with, um, Mr. with uh, Mr. Human Resources there, I wish they had a little bit more of a tie in with that romance, but I do like that she, Mrs. Yang was a girl's girls and the first thing that she wanted after she got her um, positive results from her cancer treatments and is on the path to reclaiming her health was that she wanted to celebrate with her girlfriends and actually enjoy singledom. You know, she's been tied to her abusive SOB husband for so long and her storyline was taking over uh, G1's original timeline. So it was just really good to see that she was able to take a step back and, you know, kind of reclaim her time uh, the cutie patootie sister of Mr. Yu as well. I'm glad that she got her happy ending with and um, ho as well. The first love of ji from high school. I thought that was great. Um, I really, really enjoyed all um, the happy, happily blissful moments of Jiwan and Mr. Yu. I, I gotta tell you, I, I love the actor. I think he's so fine. He's so hot to me. I, just as a side note, I saw a video of him like shredding on electric guitar and I'm like Like he's like like a dream. He's <laughs> like a dream to me Anyways him in like a Santa hat was like giving everything to me Him like being like seven foot something and Parkman Young being <laughs> Looking like she's like four eight next to him and like him like picking her up and just all the kisses awesome the proposal scene where she gets, she actually proposes to him and he's like, no, and just walks away and then turns around and is like, no, I'm the one that's supposed to be doing this proposal. How dare you? And I'm like, that's a man right there. I don't care how progressive or modern you are. I don't believe in women having to, um, propose to men. I just, I understand why narratively Jiwon would want to do that. After everything is said and done, she felt like she didn't really have a lot of control in a lot of her life. And in the first timeline felt forced to have to hitch her wagon to the monster that was Minha. And I know she wanted to take some of that control back, but I just, I just like, no, You sit back, be pretty, you let the man propose. The amount of resource that men get out of women in general, I'm just like, no, no, no. The very least the man could do is propose, okay? And I'm like that, he's like, no, I'm gonna propose to you. So I love that too. Now I have to talk about Suman and the ever-loving threat level of her in the show, and the final showdown with her and Jiwon. I love that we saw a montage of her practicing how to break out of a gazip tie. I love that she anticipated every one of Suman's moves, and they had this whole elaborate plan to get her to basically confess because she just can't help herself. Their final showdown reminded me why this show worked so much. Um, in the episodes that I didn't like, unfortunately took out a lot of the enjoyment from the show like particularly episodes you know 12, 13 and 14 but I will say the one thing that this show always had as a great strength was the portrayal of Suman and that actress and her acting chops is what kept me engaged so much. She was the perfect antagonist. She was a character you could love to hate and her entire psychosis, and her having to win even if it meant killing jiwan i just found her such an interesting character study and to see a villainous character like a woman and not her end goal be just about getting the man getting the guy just being evil for evil's sake or coming from privilege and getting a bunch of men to do the dirty work for her, like Yura's character. I love that she was fully 10 toes down entrenched in her own evilness. And she still saw herself as the victim and the hero of the story, which to me are always the most compelling villains, the ones that do not actually think of themselves as villains. Yura, her entire arc, you know that she thought that she was hot shit and you know that she thought she was like the badass villain until she wasn't, right? With... Suman's arc and her absolute obsession and resentment and hatred and her need of validation and the narcissism tied in and that final battle and for Jiwan to do that incredible flip and to say, You're done. You're going to finally get justice. You're not going to walk away from this. I have done running from you. It's over now. I thought that entire sequence, chef's kiss, like, per. I loved it. And the actress, once again, she sold it. I love Park Min Young down. I think all the actors brought it in the show. I wasn't too sure about Boa's performance to be honest and I have nothing against her. But pretty much everyone else I thought brought it in the show. But Suman's character made the show work. Without her and to another extent Minho's character it wouldn't work you needed those perfect antagonistic foils to have you root so desperately for the protagonist that actress she is going places phenomenal and it brings me to the transition scene of when she is in um, prison and she is screaming she has woken up from a nightmare and a delusion and she's like she can't win she couldn't win she can't win and there screams until the incredible score and then you see Jiwan's tiara and veil and the beautiful gorgeous shot of the reception hall Like, that transition from Suman's screams to the successful triumph of Jiwan was absolute cinematic perfection. And then, of course, the remainder of episode 16 was, you know, just the marital bliss and them coming up to speed finally in 2023 and everything that was said and done. The one quibble I have about that was the entire uh, Second Chance Foundation that um, I guess she founded in 2017. I feel like there could have been like a tie-in for like cancer research, especially in regards to like GI specific cancers, considering what the original timeline G1 suffered and what Ms. Um, Yang went through as well. I feel like that would have been a better tie-in, maybe I read the scene wrong, but it seemed more. As like a foundation that would support businesses. I believe that what, what it was. Maybe I need to rewatch it again. But I feel like the tie-in would have probably been better for like some cancer research as far as a foundation or like domestic violence. I feel like would have been a more appropriate like foundation that she could have made her legacy with her climb to power, but that's just like a small minor quibble. But the ending um shots as well were beautiful i love the tie-in with the cherry blossoms from like the first episode and that representing her father and her what and him watching down and finally getting to see his daughter's happiness even post-mortem i think was really gorgeous like the entire mural of cherry blossoms and the the OST, which I thought was gorgeous, to end the show was really nice as well. So it was all in all really satisfying ending. I feel like Mary My Husband kind of redeemed itself. The the few episodes before 15, 16, unfortunately, took a lot of the steam out of my interest for the show, but it came back and it came back with a vengeance. So I think all in all was good. I really loved the couple of moments. Mr. U was just hot through and through. Oh my God, that actor. Oh, <laughs> it was just, it was just satisfying all in all. So if you are watching or listening to this podcast, just let me know. What do you think about the final episodes of Marry My Husband? Where it was satisfying to you? Did you lose interest? just tell me your thoughts but I'm gonna leave it at that on to some more K-dramas, and I am back in my C-drama era. I have a few C-dramas that I'm gonna be talking about very soon. One of them you probably already have noticed that has popped up on my podcast feed, which is Amidst a Snowstorm of Love, starring Leo Wu, who's like competing <laughs> for my attention right now. Uh, he, is, uh, he is something in that show. And I look forward to talking to you guys about it a bit more. So thank you for joining me. Till the next episode, thank you, YouTube watchers. I appreciate you, love you. Spotify and Apple uh, podcast streamers, I appreciate you as well. Please share with your friends all your K-drama and C-drama lover friends. Till the next one. Bye.